Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is for you. For me, it's morning. Uh, I am driving to a new job today. This is going to be episode 13, season one of The Garden Awaits. I wanted to talk this morning about one of the things that I think has been uh, central, at least in American culture, for quite some time that I think is problematic and that I think we can improve on. Uh, when we look at those that our society looks up to, we find people wearing masks. If we look at celebrities, for example, actors, actresses, they're wearing masks. The people that they portray could potentially be real stories, but in the end, those are just stories. Those aren't necessarily real. And certainly not the actors themselves. They're not real either. And it's not just actors and actresses. In general, and I'm painting with a pretty wide brush here, but I would say in general, if we look at our politicians, we look at the outward appearance, we look at the superficial appearance. And I think that we can do better as a society. I think that there's a lot of people out there who see through that, who, who have seen through the masks before the pandemic started. And it's my hope that after the pandemic passes, which if it's anything like the Spanish flu, it'll be roughly two years in total before it disappears on its own. <clears throat> Inexplicably. Now, I mean, the, the death rate of the COVID-19 virus is nothing even close to compared to the death rate of the Spanish flu. Uh, I don't want to be misquoted here, but I believe that the Spanish flu took more lives than World War I. If you include the lives of those lost during World War I to the Spanish flu. But I really believe that we can do better and we can look to those in our society who are real, who are open. They're open about their shortcomings. They understand their weaknesses and their strengths. They exhibit traits of humility, courage, honesty. And I think that if we have a society that looks up to individuals like that, who are willing to be vulnerable, then we've done something monumental for humanity.
And I believe it's the United States that has to lead the way. Because at the moment, we are still the number one superpower and most influential country in the world. That may not be the case forever. It may not be the case in the next 20 years or 15 years or 10 years. Who knows exactly? But I think that to some extent, we also have to prepare ourselves for that eventuality. Every empire rises and falls. And for those who would say that America is not an empire, America is an empire just like any other empire. We want to influence the world in one way or another. We want our way of life to be the way of life that others conduct themselves with as well. And I guess that goes back to the original topic that I brought up, which is, what is our way of life? The way I see it is that our way of life is material and superficial for the most part. I think that there are other things that this country was founded on that, um, that are more important and to me at least, more important to me, uh, like freedom and the pursuit of happiness. But I think that a lot of that has vanished. And ever since the decline of the British Empire and the rise of the American Empire at the end of World War II, we saw, or rather we see, the United States becoming the superpower after the fall of the Soviet Union. I think in particular after that, we wound up in this, I, I, I want to say pit. It's not a pit. It's more like a, a shallow trench that we've gotten ourselves into with respect to superficiality and materialism. But again, I have hope that once we come out of this, once we come out of this pandemic and the masks come off uh, physically, literally, I have hope that they'll come off metaphorically as well. And that the people that are seen in the limelight, the people who are held up as the standard are those that are open, those that are honest, those that are authentic, those that are vulnerable, those that are courageous. The people who weren't afraid to be themselves. The people who weren't afraid to buck the cultural norms <clears throat> and to do what they believed was right at the time that they believed it was right to do it. I think we're going to see many individuals come out of the pandemic 
completely renewed. Similar to the way that they were before the pandemic, but refined. Like the, like the phoenix. The cycle of death and rebirth, I think, will occur for many individuals. I know that it has for me, for sure. And I believe that it has for others as well. This has been a time for introspection. This has been a time for cleaning out the gutters, so to speak, of our minds and hearts and spirits. This has been a time for us to get in touch with our ancestors. What really matters to us is what I would hope that we've gotten in touch with. And for those of you who are listening, there's still time. There's still time. And I know that this has been an extremely challenging time for many people, especially people who have young children, especially people who had been used to uh, sending their kids to school. Now I think that a lot of a lot of people out there have gotten the opportunity to really see the skills and capabilities of the teachers and to appreciate that they have those individuals who are willing to work for relatively low income and to take care of their children. I personally believe that we should be paying our teachers more. I don't know how this would happen. I don't know how, but I would love to see our athletes, our entertainers, and our lawyers to be making less. And I'd like to see our teachers making more because I believe that so much starts with education. On one of the previous podcasts, I was talking with podcast episodes. I was talking with Sarah and Sarah was talking about the, uh, the pipeline that it currently exists where people wind up in prison and we wind up paying so much more out of pocket as American people to incarcerate individuals in juvenile hall, to incarcerate individuals as adults than we, we would if we were paying for uh, better schooling, better teaching, better resources early on to stop people from going down the path of getting incarcerated and shifting our laws, perhaps to be more lenient in certain situations for people with mental health issues, to do more thorough mental health screening. I don't know the solution, but I would love to see that. I would love to see our teachers getting paid more. And I think that we would attract even more talent into those fields. We'd have more and more teachers that are highly capable and motivated to teach our children. I think that would be a big win for everyone involved. Well, maybe not necessarily for the, the lawyers who might complain that instead of making $300 an hour or $400 an hour, they make $100 an hour. Instead of living in ginormous mansions, they live in slightly lesser mansions. And for all the lawyers out there, 
and for all the entertainers out there and for all the athletes out there. I apologize in advance if this bothers you, but that's okay. Not everyone is going to be happy. In any case, I feel like I'm digressing down a path that may or may not necessarily be related to the original uh, topic at hand. So I'm going to go back to the original topic. It is related to the lowering of salaries of athletes and um, entertainers. Because if we change what we value, if we value our teachers more than we value the people that put on masks for us and entertain us, then I personally believe that we've done something amazing for society. That is what I want. If I could see one major change in my lifetime, one major change in American society or and or society as a whole throughout the world, it's that we change our values and we appreciate our teachers more than our entertainers, more than our lawyers, and more than our athletes. Thank you for listening. I'll see you on the next podcast episode. Take care.